Hi everyone, I'm Florence Bremer. Welcome to another week of the Bonafide Legal Podcast. Bonafide Legal Podcast is a weekly podcast for attorneys and business owners with time management and lifestyle tips. I'm a mother, grandmother, wife, movie enthusiast, fan of a great deal, restaurant lover, follower of many television shows, self-proclaimed fashionista, and overall in love with popular culture. Besides all this, I'm a lawyer. I've been a lawyer for 20 years. Throughout my practice, I struggle day by day to find balance between work and life. I don't have a magic answer on how to balance life in the law and life outside the law, but over the years, I've developed tips for living my best life and enjoying work and time off. Okay, so I have a couple of topics that I want to talk about today. One is how to declutter and organize a room. And that came to me kind of organically today because that's what I ended up doing in my own bedroom. And the second is dealing with work when you have a busy holiday week. Okay, so I've lived in my house for 20 years. Sometimes I feel like I don't even see it anymore. Like I don't see the clutter. I don't see the the piles. Um, sometimes I don't know where my possessions are. You just kind of get buried in it all. And this project in my bedroom all started because my oldest daughter is house hunting. And so she came over today and she was showing me some photos of the houses that she was looking at. And she also was talking about one of the bedrooms in the house that she was looking at had a bed that was um, kind of in the corner, um, like diagonal in the corner. And when she said that, I said to her, my bed has been in the same place for 20 years against one wall. And I never thought about doing it diagonal, kind of coming out of the corner. And I've always felt in my bedroom, there's no other place to put this bed. Uh, there's a big wall, but if you put it there, when you walk into the room, you basically walk into the bed. The other wall is the bathroom, the master bathroom, and then the, the another wall is the closet. So that leaves the fourth wall, and there's two windows, and the bed is um, in the middle of the two windows. And it just seems to be the only possible place to put a bed. And when she talked about having a bed diagonally, I thought, I never thought of that. In all these years, I never thought of it. And so I went upstairs and I was talking to my husband and the girls and I were getting ready to go out. We had some, sh some shopping to do. I had a to-do list for Thanksgiving. We were talking about getting a bite to eat. I wanted to see my parents. Just a couple of things going on. So we um, were talking and he was like, hey, that could kind of work. And, and we were, you know, talking about moving furniture and maybe getting rid of some things. And my daughter walked in and she said, this room really needs to be decluttered. You could do all this and have a nice open area in your room if you got rid of some things. And that was just started a snowball effect. So the girls grabbed bags and we made four categories for organization. One was keep slash put away, two was donate, three was trash, and four was 
belongs in another room. And we just started going through it item by item. After it was all over, we had five bags for donation, one giant bag of trash, and lots of things that were just kind of out were put away. And we got rid of um, two pieces of furniture that were literally falling apart. And now the room is so opened up and, and it feels so good. I have another tip for you if you're thinking of doing something like that. Do the project with someone else besides yourself because the good thing is the people that you're working with can laugh at you about what you're trying to hold on to. So at one point, I was clutching a pile of magazines. They were the magazine Magnolia Journal, which is the Chip and Joanna Gaines magazine. And they're, they're so beautiful. They're, they have these matte covers and this beautiful binding, and they come out quarterly. And ever since I started subscribing, I've been saving them. I never relook at them. <laughs> I've never done that. Um, but I save them because they're just too beautiful to throw away. And with magazines, my mother and I have a system where she subscribes to some magazines that she enjoys. And then I subscribe to mine. And then we give each other the magazines when we're done. So they get two uses out of them. And then we recycle them. So I wasn't giving them to my mom because I just thought, these are so lovely, I don't want to get rid of them. So at one point when we were doing the decluttering, I was clutching the magazines and my daughter was trying to take them out of my hands. Finally, I put them in a pile to bring over to my mom so she can read and, and get rid of them, however it is that she wants to get rid of them. But the girls laughing at me helped me realize like how silly I was being about these magazines. Like, what was I going to do with them? I wasn't taking them out and rereading them. Nothing. They were just too lovely in my mind to throw away. Okay, so that's just a little tip on decluttering and the system that I use to get through a room that, to me, was fine and functional. But now I'm so excited to go to bed and so excited when the long weekend comes next weekend to just spend some time like reading and lounging in it because it feels more like a host, a hotel suite to me than it does like a bedroom at this point or, or my bedroom as it existed 24 hours ago. Um, my next topic I want to talk about is dealing with work during a holiday week. So Thanksgiving for me always has its own set of challenges. I can have kind of a quiet week, or I can have a week where lots of things are blowing up and I'm filing emergency things in court. As I record this, this is Sunday night at eight o'clock. I don't really know what the week will, will show. I don't know what the week will be like in terms of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I do know Monday to a certain extent because I have court Monday morning, I'm back for the afternoon, and I have a bunch of meetings. I worked really hard on getting everyone who wanted to come in next week on Monday. And this was 
carefully calculated because Tuesday, Wednesday have their own special set of challenges for me. Um, on Tuesday and Wednesday, I just I just need to get work done, number one. Um, like the work that's been piling up while I've been in court. I had court um, uh, most of the day on Friday. Um, I had some other hearings last week and have just wanted to be um, caught up for Thanksgiving. But I do have work that I need to get done. So as we sit right now, I don't have anything on the books in terms of court for Tuesday and Wednesday. And my meetings are scheduled all Monday afternoon, one after another. I also have training with my trainer on Monday and Tuesday night. And then that's it for my trainer because she's she's closing her gym. And starting in December, I'm going to have to figure it out and make sure that I continue to work out because that is something that I know from my own health and for being able to be there for my clients, I need to keep up with fitness. So for Tuesday and Wednesday, um, my plan is to get work done, get through emails, get through phone calls, and I have to take care of things for Thanksgiving. As I sit here now, I don't really have a lot of things for Thanksgiving ready, which scares the crud out of me. Uh, this weekend, I did an order from the grocery store and picked up quite a few things. So I ordered things that you can take care of in advance, like, you know, rolls and vegetables for the green bean casserole and things like that, uh, stuff for the sides. I still don't have my vegetarian turkey. My sister-in-law is luckily making the turkey for Thursday, and everyone else is pitching in with different sides. So for my first tip of how to get through the Thanksgiving week is pick a day and cram it all in. So Monday is my court scheduled meetings, cram it all in. Monday and Tuesday night are my exercise, cram it all in. Tuesday and Wednesday is get work done, cram it all in. And Tuesday and Wednesday are also get to the store and get what you need before Thanksgiving comes, cram it all in. So that's one of my tips. Another tip that I have is the weekend before, try to relax. I've just had, I've had really, really busy weekends. Um, and this weekend, nothing was technically scheduled. But I was trying to relax, but it was also very, very busy. So um, Friday night, I went to bed like really, really early, like an embarrassingly early. I was in bed probably by 7.30 and I was ready to go to sleep probably about 8 or 8.30. And my sister-in-law came over for a while and we were talking. So it made me not too pathetic. And then on Saturday, I got up, I did my walk, went to yoga. That's been the standard um Saturday mornings, and then church in the afternoon, groceries in the afternoon, and then on um, Saturday evening, I was watching my grandson, and then very, very late, because I, again, I didn't want to feel like I had no social life, was just, you know, 
doing a weekend of like exercising and not like doing anything that was um, fun. You know, I was like exercising and running errands, went to the library. I'm like, what am I doing that's fun? So on Saturday night, we saw a really, really late movie, a 10.30 p.m. movie, and it was Zombieland Double Tap. And I'll do a review of that before the podcast is over. Um, and then I slept in on Sunday, got up, slept in, by slept in, I mean 8.30, <laughs> which to me, it was kind of a bummer because lately I've wanted to do this thing where I get up early on Sunday morning so I can have two to three hours of uninterrupted quiet where I can read, answer emails, read a transcript, write a contract if I need to. That's what my Sunday mornings have looked like for the last couple of weeks. But because I didn't want to have a weekend where it was just all work and no play, I did make sure that I went to a Saturday night movie, which was super fun. And then on Sunday, everyone came over, went into my unexpected decluttering and organization uh, project, and then I plan to be in bed before 9 p.m. So my other tip is take it easy the weekend before. Have some fun, but if you can, try not to be overly scheduled because your Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday is going to be very, very busy. For that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, if you're not ready for Thanksgiving, make sure you knock out a to-do list of whatever you need to do. I need to, for instance, go to Costco and pick up pies. One of my tips for Thanksgiving is that Costco pies are the best. They're giant. They don't cost anything. They're, I don't know, $10 for a giant pie. Like they're very, very um, economical. And I have to go to Whole Foods and pick up some of my vegetarian items that I need. And I have to make sure that I get this done. Another one of my tips during the Monday, Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday is clean up whatever you need to clean up from a work perspective so that your mind is cleaned up for the long weekend. So my goal is to not have any outstanding emails to not have any outstanding phone calls, and to not have a pile of mail anywhere. Right now, as I record this on Sunday, I'm failing at this. I have huge piles of these things waiting for me, and I need to really hustle Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and try to get that done so that when Thursday comes around, I feel really good. Part of my planning involves lists and calendaring. So I do a variety of lists. I have a list of personal items that I need to take care of. Sometimes I will try to take care of it if I'm out on a work errand. So for example, on Monday, I have court in the morning and my goal is to stop at Whole Foods on the way back and get what I need to get from there. So that's one thing off of my personal to-do list. Another tip is ask for help. There have been many years where I have been a Thanksgiving martyr, where I just did everything. And people would say, 
do you, do you want me to bring something? And I'd say, no, I have it all covered. Now, when people ask me that, I say, well, what do you have in mind? Because they usually do have something in mind. They usually have a special side dish that they make or a special dessert that they make or something that they want to try, or they really like a pie from a restaurant and they they would be happy to share that um, and pick that up for the dinner. So I always accept the help now. Another tip is let some stuff go. And I always used to make sure that I got a Thanksgiving bouquet. I usually let that go now. Um, it doesn't really seem to matter. It doesn't make anyone's dinner any better or any worse if there's not a bouquet that I picked up the night before. I also used to do a 5k on Thanksgiving morning. And then I would hustle home and start getting ready for dinner. I let that go. Um, instead, I take a walk on Thursday morning, however much I want to walk. And if I want to get up earlier or do it a little bit later than the time of the 5k start, I can do that. So let stuff go that isn't working for you. Thanksgiving is one of my favorite weeks of the year. And the reason why is because once Wednesday afternoon rolls around, it's usually the most quiet that you can get, unless you have court. And I, and I have had um, weeks like that. But Thursday is always super quiet. And I don't check my e emails on Thanksgiving, but when I check them on Friday, it's very rare that any work emails have come in. Another thing I love about Thanksgiving is Friday ends up being a wonderful day. For many years, people would ask to schedule meetings on Friday because lots of people have that day off. And for many years, I would accommodate it. I stopped doing it, and not because I'm not going to work, because most Fridays after Thanksgiving I go to work, but I stopped accommodating it because people don't show up. I think that, I'm trying to think, like over the years when I've scheduled them, if anyone actually showed up. I think I have 100% of cancellations, or people just completely forgot and didn't even call or show up. I usually go to work on Friday because it's such a delightfully quiet day that I can sit and work. I have the office to myself because the rest of my staff will usually take it off. Even if people do come in, it's quiet. The phone's not ringing. The emails aren't going off like crazy. I can get a project done. I come into the office looking not beautiful for sure. I usually wear yoga pants or sweats and I leave by late morning and go enjoy the rest of my day. I don't do Black Friday shopping because I don't want to deal with the crowds. And I don't, I honestly, I don't think they're not like they used to be in past years because so many people online shop, but I don't even want to deal with it. Um, if it's, there's going to be any sense of frustration, I'm not going to do it. My shopping tip is that during the month of December, I will try to pick a weekday evening to go to the mall 
and most of the time it's very empty. So I avoid them all on um, the weekend of Thanksgiving, including Black Friday, and the weekends leading up to Christmas. Okay. Check in my notes, seeing if there's anything else. My other tips for um, Thanksgiving is relax at night and sleep. One thing that I love to do this time of year because there's just so little sunlight. It's it's really starting to get to me right now because the sun's not coming up till after 7 a.m. It's dark by 5 p.m. That to me really bums me out. So I like to light a candle at night. It just feels warm and cozy and nice and smells good. Another tip I'll have for you, and this is a tip that I give to myself, number one is be happy and thankful. There is a lot to be said about a gratitude practice. And a gratitude practice can look a variety of different ways. Some people keep a journal. I just try to be more cognizant of the good things in my life. And even when it's something that at times may not feel like a good thing, such as a busy schedule, I try to be thankful for that too, such as people want to hire me, people want to work with me, hopefully I'm helping people, I'm providing for my, for my family, I'm employing people. So just anything like that, when something appears to be a negative, I try to turn it around and have more of a gratitude practice on it. I don't do the journal. I think the journal's a nice idea, but I've not, never really been a person who's been a journaler. But it's something that's on my to-do list, to be happy and thankful. For the upcoming weekend, I hope everyone has a wonderful Thanksgiving. I know that my plan is to work from home, go to the movies, read as much as I can, and just rest. I have a couple of referrals and recommendations for some movies and some streaming. Um, I went, like I said previously, I went and saw the movie Zombieland Double Tap. This movie is so much fun. I asked my sister-in-law to go with me. We went to a very late showing. There was maybe a handful of people in there. It was a hysterical movie. Um, my daughter was like not in the mood to go. My youngest, my 12-year-old, I kind of dragged her with. I'm like, this is a movie you're going to like. Um, it's very gory, but um, kind of like that funny gore, if that makes sense, where it's like so over the top that it doesn't feel real at all. Um, they, they had a fun sort of perspective on zombies uh, which I won't spoil. And there's tons of cameos and fun surprises. They tie in some really fun things from the first movie. Although I think if you didn't see the first movie and still felt like seeing the second movie, you could see it and still have a good time with it. But if you saw the first movie and are a fan of it, you are going to have a really good time with this movie. I highly recommend it. It's a hour and a half, which Anyone who listens to me knows I love a shorter movie, and it was fun the whole time. 
I didn't look at my watch once. I just really, really enjoyed it. Um, this is probably like the, uh, uh, a referral for a movie or a review for a movie that is like the oldest movie ever, but I just felt like talking about it today. Do you ever have movies that you never, that you didn't see, but like everyone else has seen them, um, like, a, for instance, I mean, this is a movie that I've seen, but Animal House. Like, sometimes I'll come across people who've never seen Animal House. And I'm like, that's crazy. Like, everyone's seen that movie. Um, I've never seen the movie The Christmas Story. And everyone's like, that's like a classic. And I always say, I'm not interested. <laughs> I'm never going to see that movie. Through all these years, I've never, and having three daughters, and three nieces, I've never seen the movie The Little Mermaid. And I recently signed up for Disney Plus, which is the Disney streaming service, and um, got it for my family as well. And we're really enjoying it. People are, are getting on there and watching some of the old, like my daughters like the old Disney shows, and um, everyone loves the old Disney movies. I love the Disney princesses and including the very, very old ones. And I love the Disney art that it just has its own feel to it. Like how Snow White looks and how Alice in Wonderland looks. It just brings me back to being a little girl and I really love it. And through all this and through loving D Disney princesses, I never saw the movie The Little Mermaid. And I decided to watch it earlier today when I was doing some work. And I knew the whole story, like I know how it ends and everything. So I decided to watch it. Um, it's not a great message for little girls, <laughs> which I guess, I you know, everything is you have to look at with perspective. But it's so funny that she gives up being a mermaid and gives up her family for this guy. <laughs> I'm like, come on, that's like not fair to her. And why would you want to give up being a mermaid? That doesn't seem... If I could be a mermaid right now, if someone said to me, Hey, Florence, do you want to go be a mermaid? I would have them turn me into a mermaid. I would swim away. And that would be it. No one would ever hear from me again. So it's just funny to have a movie where this um, young woman gives up everything, you know, her family and being able to see her family so that she can... Um, get married and fall in love but it's a sweet story too and the music is adorable so if you haven't seen the little mermaid yet i would say see it it's worth it i have a streaming recommendation for a show that my daughter has been begging me to watch for the last couple of weeks um and i have heard great things about it and I was a, I'm a fan of everyone who's in the show, but just one of those things that I wasn't getting around to. And it's a show called Schitt's Creek, and it's on Netflix. And it's with Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara and, and tons of other people. And it's about this very, very wealthy family that loses all their money. And the only thing that they have left is a town a rural town that they own. 
And so they have to go there and live. So it's very much a fish out of water story. And they have two um, young adults, children who are very spoiled and not at all digging the idea of not having money anymore. And it's a very funny, like I was laughing immediately in the show. And so I recommend it. The episodes are about 22 minutes long. And I cranked out maybe five or six episodes on Sunday morning when I was just kind of doing some other things. So I recommend it. I'm going to keep watching it and I'll let you know if, um, if I have any complaints along the way. But my daughter just finished it and she said everything that she watched was great and everything that I have seen so far is great. I know we're finishing up a little bit early today. I'm exhausted. I'm going to go to bed and have a very, very busy week. God bless everyone and have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Have blessings to your family, blessings to your friends. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your comments. You can find me on SoundCloud and iTunes. iTunes, if you search Florence Legally Brunette, it's a little bit easier to come up than looking under Bonafide Legal Podcast. You can find me on Tumblr, Instagram, and Twitter under Florence Legally Burnett. You can find me on my personal Facebook page and my business Facebook page. And you can also find me on my website at BremerLaw.com. Again, appreciate you for listening, and I will be back next week with a new episode.